I just recorded a whole entire episode in slow-mo, so let's try this again. Welcome to Delulu Central. That feels so insane to say. I'm so excited to have you guys here, whether you are watching or listening. Welcome to my podcast, Lulu Central. I am your host, Lauren Raymond. You may know me from TikTok. You may know me from Instagram. Probably know me from TikTok because I don't seem to show up on there, but that is the reason I felt like it would be perfect to have a podcast. I honestly just have so much going on in my brain that I've always been wanting to talk about. I cannot wait to get into today's episode. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm going to give a little background on who I am, what makes me me, and what brought me here today. The whole point I want with this podcast is I feel like I'm I'm 22 years old. I'll be 23 in honestly 12 days from when you're watching this. It's my birthday. But I'm a girl in her 20s who have constantly felt my whole entire time that I'm supposed to be having something figured out. I feel like your 20s, everyone tells you that you need to have everything figured out. You need to know what you're doing. You need to have a set job. You need to have a set person that like you think you're going to be married by like 26, 27. Or maybe that's just the world that I live in because of where I grew up. But we will get into that when I tell you a little bit about myself. I feel like your 20s have so much pressure to know what you're doing, to have everything figured out, to plan your life that you're going to live for the next 40, 50 years, and like you need to know what you're doing now. Figure it out. In reality, I don't know if anyone's ever figured it out. I feel like they just stop caring after they're 20, which is kind of why I wanted to make this podcast because I've listened to so many girls talk on their podcast and tell a little backstory of their life or even things that they're going through right now. I'm like, holy crap, like we've went through the exact same things, a little different because it's their, everyone's each individual experience. Basis of what we're going through is the exact same thing. I feel like so many people feel like they're alone in their 20s doing all of this by themselves. So my point in this podcast is to tell you everything that I'm doing in life. You are going to watch me fail. You're going to watch me struggle. You're going to watch me cry and go through hardships, but you're also going to watch me absolutely kick ass. You're going to watch me succeed. You're going to watch me do the amazing things that I'm trying to do. You're going to listen to all my happy moments and I want to share every detail of my life that I'm living right now because I do that on TikTok but it's in a very brief condensed way. We'll say I try to be very real and honest on TikTok. I always say that what you see is what you get. I am the way that I am in person in my videos. I just want to be able to share more and tell you guys more, tell you about past experiences. There's so much of my life on TikTok. The past two years of my life are on TikTok right now but the past 20 years of my life you guys have no idea what I was living or what I was doing. I want to tell you guys all about it. Let's dive into today's episode. I want to tell you a little bit about myself first, just so you guys get a good idea of who you're even listening to, because you could be like, who are you? And why do you think that I want to listen to you for however long this episode's about to be? I don't know. I don't know why you would. I don't grasp that myself, but I'm running with it. Anyways, I grew up in a very small town. I say small because imagine we had 130 people in my graduating class. I think that was it. I honestly, Honestly, could be giving us more than we even had. Who knows? Picture tractors. Picture boys in cowboy boots, belt buckles, Bass Pro Shop hats, walking around the hallways and getting dirty mud marks all over the floors from their cowboy boots or their big worker boots. Pickup trucks with American flags in the back of them. That is the type of school that I went to. We had a mix. We had like, you either get the yeehaws or just your basic high school girl boy. 
Also had a couple SoundCloud rappers, a couple furries. We had it all. We had it all. That is the type of school that I grew up going to because it was very small town, very yeehaw. We had our parties in pole barns, bonfire, like whoever had the most land and the biggest pole barn, that's where the party was. I went to, we used to party at this kid from my school. Owned, their family owned an apple orchard, Apple Charlie's. If you are from my area, I live about 30 minutes outside of Detroit. We had an apple farm called Apple Charlie's that some kids' parents at my school owned. We would throw parties in the apple fields. I vividly remember being so, this is bad because you're not supposed to, do not don't underage drink, and if you're gonna do it, do it safely. I remember being so drunk in these apple orchards throwing pumpkins around around Halloween at a bonfire. So that was the type of school that I went to. Because that's the type of school that I went to, and because I have always been the type of person that I am. I am loud, I am extra, I like extravagant things. I, I go big with everything that I do in life. And not to say that those people didn't either, but our values were very much different in the way that we wanted to live life. I can't say that I fit in the best there. If you were to describe your stereotypical popular girls in high school, that's what it was. So we had that also, but because it was such a small school, if someone from that popular group didn't like you, no one was allowed to like you. I was that person that no one was allowed to like. And I can't say that it was always like that. It's a very, and honestly, I can't even say that that's actually, like, I don't want anyone who ever went to my high school to listen to this and think that I'm like saying that, woe is me, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 I had my moments. I had a lot of moments. I was crazy in high school because of what I was going through in high school. I feel like I got to a point because this all started in middle school too. Like just genuine mean girl energy. Like I was told in middle school that I wasn't allowed to sit at a lunch table with people. I had food thrown at me. Then we got to high school and honestly, I just kind of became the relationship girl. I was always in a long-term relationship. So my first relationship started seventh grade to... Freshman or sophomore year of high school, I honestly can't remember. Me and that boyfriend broke up, and then two weeks later, I started dating another guy. We dated for two and a half years, so from sophomore year until after we graduated high school, and then I found out that he cheated on me, so we broke up. Two months later, maybe, if it was even two months, I started dating my most recent ex. We dated for three years, so I was always, always the relationship girl, and I feel like now, honestly, I just acknowledged this today. I feel like I was a relationship girl because I didn't feel like I had my own group of people. I've never had a friend group. I do now, kind of. No, kind of. My friends are very scattered right now. I don't know. Friendships are still a weird thing that I'm trying to figure out and navigate. I feel like I was always in a long-term relationship because I didn't have a solid group of people. So I wanted my person, which is why I jumped from relationship to relationship so quickly because I didn't know how to be alone. Although I am an only child, I love being independent. I love living life just for me. I didn't know how to be alone in that type of atmosphere. So I was always in a long-term relationship. Let's rewind a little bit. Senior year of high school is when you all start talking about college. Everyone's saying where they're gonna go, where their dream school is, what they wanna do for a living, what they want for the rest of their entire life because you are literally paying buku amounts of money to go to college. So you probably should figure out what you wanna do, right? I think that is so, in my opinion, I hated that. I hated it so much. I didn't feel like I wanted to work a nine to five. I had always worked serving jobs. I was the type of girl to have like three jobs at once because I love money. I'm a Capricorn.
important to my core. Money makes me happy. Money is what drives me, mainly because I have a huge spending, I guess you could say addiction. I love to I love to have money to spend. So I was constantly working when I was in high school. I played sports up until sophomore year, but then with practices until 6 p.m. and games and practices at five in the morning, I wasn't going to be able to have sports and a job and school at the same time. So I picked one and I picked money. So I got a job, which ended up with like three jobs at a time because I loved money. I used to work at like Leo's Coney Islands. I ran a juice bar for four years. And when I mean ran, I mean payroll, hiring employees, did the scheduling, I did the inventory stocking. I ran these two locations as a 17 year old for a minimum wage. Mm, that's why we don't let people walk all over us. We are working working on not letting people walk all over us anymore. I was constantly working, had a job, always had a job in some sort of customer service. My mom has said this too about me that she never pictured me in a nine to five or like your conventional job. She never pictured me doing that. I just like, I am not the personality for that. I'm not shitting on it at all. I think certain people are made for certain things. Some people's mindsets work well in those type of environments, mine suffers. I have a very creative brain. I have a very loud, scattered, crazy brain. If you were to put me behind a cubicle, I would fail immediately. I failed a lot of things in life and that leads me into colleges. When we had to start talking about college, senior year of high school, honestly, my SAT, the best score, like a perfect score on your SAT is a 1600. My score was an 840. I retook it, got a 900. You get 400 points for filling your name out. If that's any indicator at how well I did in school, not the best. I cheated a lot of my way through high school. Cheated on 90% of things that I did in high school. I know that I got an 840 on my SAT because I looked at the girls next to me and copied all of the bubbles she was filling in. They give you different tests. Like it wasn't even the same test. That's probably why I failed it. Again, failed it even when I took it on my own. I don't do school. My brain doesn't work like that. If you sit me down in a room that's quiet for hours and make me look at a piece of paper and want me to tell you information in multiple parts of the information, it's not gonna happen. That's not how I work. And it's okay to recognize that and acknowledge it. And I took that and tried to figure out what else I could do with that because clearly this just wasn't gonna work. Everyone's filling out their college applications, talking about what their dream school is, where they're gonna go. I already knew that I failed my SATs, so I didn't wanna go to college. It just wasn't anything that I ever thought of. So I just applied for all of the best colleges in my area. I'm a very spiritual girly, but there was this religious college in Florida and the dorms were on a beach. The dorms were on a beach. And I was like, I want that. So I applied. That was the only freaking school that I got into and I was not realistically going. I just think it's funny. I didn't want to go to college. I didn't have any dreams for it. I didn't care about it. I was filling those pieces of paper out like it was my job and doing nothing and expecting nothing afterwards. I ended up doing dual enrollment in high school though because like I said, I did not have the best or most cozy high school experience. I had friends. They were constantly changing. I didn't love high school. Everyone's like, that's the best four years of your life. And I'm like, well, I'm miserable. So if these are the best four years of my life, I'm done. I don't want to continue. Like this sucks. I'm here to tell you those aren't the best four years of your life. And if high school is the best four years of your life, you need to figure something out because there's so much more to life than what is trapped in those little school walls. Go find more. High school was not my best years of my life. I did dual enrollment. So I was signed up and enrolled in a few college classes and got high school credits for doing that. And I also did co-op, which is you work equals high school credits. So I only went to school junior and senior year 
for an hour out of the day, I was already in college. I did online college, so I never stepped foot on a college campus ever, unless it was to buy my extremely stupid expensive books. So I was already in community college, and then once high school was over, I just continued my community college. We had a program where it was like, you stay in community college for three years, you get your bachelor's from a university for your four years. So that's what I ended up doing. Let's now rewind to that boyfriend that I told you guys I ended up with outside of high school. We dated for three years. We lived together in his parents' house in the basement. We shared a dog together, my little Louie, who is my pride and joy. He had a dad at one point. He's now a child of divorce, but that is okay. I say that. I literally had a divorce lawyer at 21 years old. That's a whole other story. We're going to get into that probably in a few episodes because I am really excited to tell you guys about that relationship and breakup. The people who have been following me for like two years know bits of that I was in a relationship like that. No one knows anything about that relationship, which is so crazy because you guys know all of my dating, but the one serious relationship I had when I was starting TikTok. We were living the little life together. That's what we were doing at the time. He was also in college. He went to the same community college. We both did online college. We were both working at the same time. I was like in my three serving jobs that I always had. I always had more than one job at a time. But that's the life we were living together. I failed elementary statistics and business law four times. My parents only know of like two or three, maybe two. They only know of two, and that's because I paid for my other ones after I had failed the two and wasted their, like, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. I wasted my own five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 and failed them again. So once they got, like, three or four failures out of me, I honestly just said, you know what? You win. I, I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. You win. You win. Take my money. I am done. No longer not doing this again. I was like, oh, I'm going to take take a break from college to my core. I knew I was never going back. I'm never going back to college. Okay, I can't. No, nope. I am never going back to college. It's just not for me. It's not for my mindset. It's not for my brain. I'm never going back to college. After I failed my four classes, I just continued working. I honestly, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have... I probably tried to make like five businesses. I op almost opened a juice bar because like I said, I was running those two locations. I almost opened a juice bar. I remember buying all of these little trinket dishes from Target that were in the dollar section and hand painting them and putting them on Etsy. The clay earrings, like I was in that era. I did all of that and was like, I'm gonna have a business out of this. No, I wasn't. Not to say that you can't, but I wasn't. I was kind of just working, trusting hoping I would figure something out. I was content with serving. I was making amazing money. I was making like my one job I had, I made $3,000 a week serving tables. But just because I was making that money, um, apparently wasn't a real job or like my ex and his family would say. They were a very traditional family where you go to college, you get your degree, you get a job, you work at the job until you're 60, however old, and then you retire and then you live life. I was raised by parents who fueled my ego with pure delusion. <laughs> I just like to call it delusion because I think that's funnier. I was raised with parents who fueled my ego into thinking that I was able to accomplish absolutely anything that I wanted. Just everything was always going to work out for me and I'm so grateful for that because it has. Like neither of my parents went to college. My dad kicks ass at his job. My mom has an amazing job. Very happy life with eight little French bulldogs. Like they are living their dream. I was raised in that environment. So to then be put into a different environment where I was living with my ex, I was living with his family. He was in school, he was working. I was constantly asked, but 
when are you gonna get a real job? Like a real job as in like work in a cubicle, work in a big office building, do that type of thing. When are you gonna get a real job? I'll tell you that I almost tried to get a real job because they got me an interview at the place that my ex worked and I put my little dress pants, my blazer, my high heels, I got all ready, drove to this place. I walked into this giant corporate building. This is how I see it because that's how it would be in my world. I'm not saying that's how it is in anyone else's world, but in my world, immediately felt like I had walked into hell, my own living hell. And it made me sick to my stomach. I remember sitting in that interview. She kept asking me. I swear to God, it was the same question, just reworded five different times. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. I don't want to be here right now. I just stopped caring halfway through the interview because I was like, I don't want this. This is going to be like misery if I end up here. I never ended up with that real job. I just continued serving. I continued doing whatever. Kind of got into like married mentality of like, well, what's mine is yours. Yours is mine. All of your friends are mine. Like I only surrounded my Myself with like his friends. I became friends with the girls in his friend group. It was his friends that he had been friends with since like elementary and high school. So that was like his core friend group. I just became a part of that. I was okay with it for a minute until I wasn't. And then I realized that I just don't think that Michigan is where I want to live. I don't want to live in Michigan. I've always said I don't want to live in Michigan. I don't do well in the cold. I'm taking about four vitamins a day for my seasonal depression. Like we are fighting through this winter month of Michigan, which will be my last year in Michigan. I said that last year and look where I am now. The goal is to get out of Michigan. I was with someone who never wanted to leave Michigan. He didn't want to leave the town that we were living in. All of his friends were there. His family's there. Everything that he knew and wanted out of life was in Michigan and in that town and that's what he wanted. I just knew deep down Michigan wasn't where I wanted to be forever. He wasn't willing to leave and I loved him and I loved our little life that we had built together. So I was like, you know, like this will be it. Cool. Deep down, it didn't feel cool. So he didn't want to leave his family friends. I was cool with my little life in Michigan. That's like what was happening. That's what I had come to terms with. That was my only option was I had to stay in Michigan. That's what he wanted. I ended up one night going to visit one of my friends who lives in the city that I now live in. Just got a new apartment and she was like I want you to come see it so I went to come visit her instantly fell in love because it was the first time that I had been in law in ever it was the first time ever that I had been surrounded by people my age in a college kind of like atmosphere it wasn't like a college atmosphere where we are downtown in the city I did online college so I never had the college experience I was never in a frat house I was never doing all these crazy things that's just like I didn't have those experiences so when I went to go visit my friends and we were running around like crazy 20 year olds we were trying to get into every single bar with like i had an id i was 21 at the time trying to get into every single bar with a fake id getting turned down from bars running around at one o'clock in the morning just being absolutely crazy not a care in the world and i fell in love with that feeling that was a feeling that i think i had been searching for for so long that i just like wasn't getting in my environment that i was in back home i was like god i really like this and it kind of sent me into a spiral of like okay this isn't gonna work he was my best friend, I told him everything. That was my person. Came down to it just, it couldn't be my person. In order to spend that much life together, you kind of want to want the same things out of it. And we just wanted drastically different things. So it sent me into a spiral of, oh my gosh, this has to end. We ended up breaking up. Ended up coming to visit my friend again because she had just moved into a new place. This was only like a month later, but like her lease and her last one had ended and I hadn't made it out there to see her for a while because I was relationship girly. I was indulged in my relationships. That's all I did. That's all I hung out with. I didn't ever go out and see my friends or do anything. So it was like towards the end of her lease on that last place when I went to go see it. But then she moved into a new place and I went to go see that one and I had the most 
crazy night. I had so much fun. I was newly single. I was being crazy. I ended up hooking up with a guy that I had just met and I was like, oh, this was fun. Like, I like this feeling of being crazy and not having a care right now. I like this. I want to be here. So I signed a lease six days later and moved here. I quit my job back home. I gave them a week's notice. You say two weeks. I said, I'm sorry, I can give you a week. My lease is signed and I have a move-in date. I have to go. Grummaged up as much furniture as I could. I got like a $100 couch from Value City and I literally moved with a bed frame, a couch, a side table, and a coffee table. And my dad got me a TV and I left. I left, got a little U-Haul. My dad drove my U-Haul to Grand Rapids, which is only two and a half hours away from my hometown. I could have went to Florida like I wanted to. I knew I wanted out of Michigan. It was my first time living actually on my own. So I didn't know if it would be the smartest idea to completely put myself in a different state because what if something happens? So I moved to Grand Rapids. Six days later, my dad packed me up, moved me here. But let's rewind to when I started doing TikTok. I started doing TikTok. It was around right kind of when TikTok first came out. It was right when TikTok first started. But Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Rae, they were already established. Kind of a bit into TikTok being a thing, but it was brand new. A dance trend was going around that it's, I think it's, as long as you twerk, twerk for me. I hate to admit it, but I did that. I did that TikTok. My ex left the house once, or my boyfriend at the time, he left the house. And I was like, you know what? I'm bored because my one friend just left. What do I do when I'm alone? Make a TikTok. So I made a dancing TikTok and it blew up because I was shaking my butt in front of a camera, reached all male audience and blew up millions of views. And like I said, I love numbers and I love money. I didn't get paid a dime for that thing, but I was like, oh my god, I love the numbers. I love, this is a fun feeling. I want to keep doing this. Let's see if I can do it again. So I kept posting things. I ended up doing some out for the days, and those were in the millions of views, and I was like, oh my god, this is so fun. Honestly, got a lot of hate at first. The first out of the day video, I got just completely degraded in my comments, but I didn't care because I was like, listen, I'm getting comments. I'm getting views. I'm gonna keep doing this. I kept doing it, and then it finally reached a girl audience and they were like, where'd you get this from? Asking me where everything's from. And like I said, I love money. So the little entrepreneur that I am, I was like, why would I send these girls to someone else's business when I could own the business? So I created my own online clothing boutique. That is such an era for a small hometown as a clothing boutique. I'm going to start an online clothing boutique. So we launched, we launched Plum Bum Boutique. That is my clothing brand. She is still up. She is still running. She is more than 50% off. You are paying less than what I bought her for because I lost passion for it. Honestly, it just like, that's one thing about me is I have to be passionate about what I'm doing or I'm not willing to do it. There's no point for me. I will quit. I am a certified quitter. I quit anything that doesn't make me happy the second that it stops making me happy. Ended that little era after probably a year. We've let her fizzle out. She's still up, like I said, but we don't do anything with her. We don't promote her because I'm not in love with her. I'm not passionate about it, so I can't. I just continued working my little jobs. I was honestly just back in the mindset of I'm trying to figure this out. I had four jobs. I was working at Leo's Coney Islands. I was doing a bunch of random things, and then I just kept posting on TikTok, and then when I went to come visit my friend for the second time, I posted a video after I had hooked up with that guy that I told you guys about because the morning after we woke up together, his friend FaceTimes him and goes, bro, no way, you hooked up with TikTok girl. I think I had like 100K followers at this time. So I made a TikTok about that and I put my phone down and I said, if you're gonna call me TikTok girl, at least put hot and sexy in front of it. It went viral. 
And ever since then, I've just been sharing my life, doing my random things. But because I had just put my one weekend at my job and then randomly moved in six, seven days, I was like, dang, I'm gonna have to get a job out here. But I was just gonna get another serving job. That's, it made good money. I knew that it was gonna be able to take care of my rent. I moved here with, I think, two months of rent total in my bank account. I didn't have anything more than that. Didn't account for groceries, didn't account for my crazy spending that I love to do. I told my parents that I would get a serving job. That's what my goal was. But then when I got out here after my like two weeks of not working, after working four jobs, seven days a week, doubles sometimes every single day, I was like, wow, this feeling feels nice. I love not working. I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna get a job. I have a video of this somewhere deep in my Snapchat memories. I know this. Called my mom and I said, listen, give me one week. Give me one week. And if I'm not famous on TikTok, I'm starting an OnlyFans because I do not want to work. I cannot go back to work. I'm not doing it. Like I had my freedom for once in my life. I am not doing it because I had a job the day that I turned 16. I remember the day after my 16th, 15th. Yeah. The day after my 16th birthday, I was working because that's how old you had to be to get a job. This was my first time ever not having that. And I didn't want it again. As delusional as it sounds, I didn't want to work. No one wants to work, but I really didn't want to work. I told my mom, give me one week and I will be famous on TikTok or else I'm figuring something else out because I'm not doing this. I would have just gotten another serving job. Seven days later, I had management reach out to me, which is so crazy because I literally said a week and in seven days it happened. That's what you call delusion or manifestation. I call it delusion. Seven days, I had my management company reach out or my first ever management company reach out to me and that day I was signed with management and then have just put my all into doing TikTok and creating videos and creating content and stories and sharing my life on the internet. I share so much of my life on the internet, but ever since I quit my job, I have not quote unquote worked a day since. And I say that because what I do does not feel like work. Sure, there are parts that are stressful like anything in life. I love so much what I am doing and I feel so grateful and lucky. This is what I've always dreamt of. I grew up watching Bethany Moda and Alicia Marie. I was in their big bear trips with them. Like I was so in love with that world that I just wanted to put my all into it and see what I could do with it. And that's led us to here. Doing the craziness, we are just going about life. I honestly, I'm not someone who plans out life. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't know what I'm doing in a month. I don't have a five-year plan. I don't even have a 24-hour plan. I wake up and live and whatever the day brings me, it brings me and then I figure out how to handle that. But I want to take you guys along everything that I'm doing and show you every process and everything I'm going through, every hardship, every amazing thing in hopes that I can make someone out there who is feeling alone feel like they have a friend because you know that's something I've struggled with. I want to be the friend for you guys. I want it to feel like whenever I'm stuck in my head, I always call a friend or call my mom. I want it to feel like you're just on FaceTime. We are on FaceTime chit-chatting about life. We are ranting. We are getting deep. We're sharing funny things. I want this to just be a casual little FaceTime call with the girls. Girls, gays, theys. Or the boys, if you're nice, I don't mind it. I want this to be a very casual, we are on FaceTime chit-chatting together, we are friends. I'm calling my friend right now. I wanna talk to my friend Lauren, what is she up to? What's her craziness in her life? That's what I want this to be. So I am so excited. I have so much that I can't wait to talk about. 
next episode. It's about a man who lives in Texas. Oh, I feel like I have to. That is my most viral video on TikTok right now. I get probably 200 comments a day being like, give me an update, give me an update. I just want to be able to tell you guys my whole experience of that. But I just think that it would be so much better in podcast form, having more time to tell you guys and chit chat about it. So I'm super excited for that episode. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to it. And I'm just so thankful to even have you here listening to this first episode ever. That's crazy. That is so crazy. I cannot wait to see where this chapter takes us. And I hope that you guys get to know me a little bit more. I share a lot of my life, but there's just a lot more to me that I'm super excited to share and super grateful that I like even have the opportunity to be able to share my life with an audience or people of any sort. I'm just so, ugh, I get emotional talking about it. I think I cry in every video that I start to talk about life because I'm just very happy to be where I am right now. Who knows if that's gonna change in a month because shoot, two months ago, I was crying on my bathroom floor, throwing up, having the worst anxiety in my entire life every single day. My life changes quick but you guys are gonna come along the whole process with me. Let's take on our 20s or any age you are in life. Let's take on life together because no one has it figured out. Let's all just live then. If we're not going to get it figured out, if we're never going to have it down packed, let's just live life and be happy and be so delusional that you create the life of your dreams. Be so delusional that the life of your dreams follows you. It comes to you without you even having to seek it out because truthfully, I feel like that's the mindset I've been trying to carry around. And it's been working like holy crap it's been working i'm so excited for this chapter i honestly i don't even know how to end off a podcast god i've been talking to this mic for three hours since my first podcast was in slow-mo let's pray to the universe that this is not in slow-mo and you can hear me thank you for listening to the first ever episode of delulu central i will have the dates of when i will be releasing my episodes in the description below. I also have a link to all of my socials in the description below. So if you want to stalk more of my life, thank you for coming. I hope that you guys can go be the most delusional version of yourself that you've ever been and watch how much you're about to thrive. I'm so excited for us. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Mwah. Please don't be in slow-mo.